folks. Welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everybody. <clears throat> hey, and I just can't what? help noticing that stack of Rubik's Cubes behind you. Is that is that a new oh, project? <laughs> well, yeah. See, I've got the these three I mastered, but this one, I don't know. That's a little bit... Oh, whoops. I wonder if I stopped recording or something. Uh, it's it's given me some pause. It's taken me some time to figure that one out. Okay. One of my daughters gave it to me for Christmas and that was what, six months ago almost. So I still haven't gotten it. Um, By the way, you might want to shut your sliding door. Oh yeah. I've got the the Roku screensaver. All right. Now I got to put my earpieces back in. Um, okay. So you remember how long ago has it been? Like a year ago, uh, Shia LaBeouf played in a movie. He played Padre Pio. Yep. I remember. And the story was that he converted. I don't think it was a year ago, but, but a while ago, at least a few months. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Did that big interview Um, with Bishop Barron. <clears throat> yeah, which got all the traditionalists like ourselves excited mm-hmm. about this movie coming out about Padre Pio. If well, well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Someone. I was more excited about somebody converting than I was about the movie. I was as well, but I thought that. But yeah, it's like, oh, hey, wow! I Padre thought that Pio gave evidence to the fact that maybe it must be a good movie. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my thought was so you know i've been watching and waiting and watching and waiting it came out like oh, for a it week to come out ago. yeah for it to come out it oh, came out like a okay. week or two ago so it and hasn't been out long no it should i mean it, it was out it had been to some film festivals it just hasn't been available for us to get a hold of and watch right. um and then it came out and i was you know getting prepared to watch it at some point where I could, but then I get notifications from different people. Oh, did you hear this about the Padre Pio movie? And there would be really, I didn't listen to the entire other podcasts about the movie. I just, everybody made a big deal that there was a nude scene in the movie where a woman showed herself and was doing blasphemous stuff. This was supposed to be Satan trying to, seduce him i guess um oh i'm sure i didn't those other that. people i was okay i was driving, you were driving. Watched the yeah movie. <laughs> uh you could be driving while watching the movie that's you would get just as much out of it um only you wouldn't get to see the naked girl which would be fine because <laughs> i'm but, married i don't uh, need to watch a movie to see a naked girl right um the thing is, I didn't I didn't listen to the podcasts beyond that. It's just that everybody mm-hmm. made a big deal of it. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I mean, I got to see it to understand whether or not I think it's that big a deal. Um, yeah, because sometimes I people mean, make big deal of things. And I'm like, eh, that was that was that was a low. <clears throat> that was a hum. Uh, right. But after watching the movie, that's like the smallest problem I have with it. Mm-hmm. It's 
it was it's such a terrible movie that I that I uh, it's like as bad as it was and it, it was pretty bad it was pretty uh, out there and and it's like okay this is a Padre Pio movie you don't need to put that crap in a Padre Pio movie you could do that scene a thousand different ways without showing a woman's breasts and other body parts but um it was it was just so bad that it, it, i didn't i didn't i wouldn't even want to start with that yeah, uh, yeah. i would like, start the fact that oh and by the way they had a nude scene yeah that's more like yeah that's how i thought of it uh it did go too far and i wouldn't show the kid to the film the children uh, mm-hmm. I, but I wouldn't show it to myself either. It, it's a waste of time. Don't watch it. It's a yeah. complete waste of time. Um, I don't know why. I, I mean, Shia LaBeouf did have to do some scenes where he's saying mass. And I can imagine mm-hmm. if he's trying to be a good Authentic. Padre Pio, yeah. then that would lead someone to think, okay, maybe there's something to this. And maybe he would get something out of this. Other than that, it was just well, a big... Maybe the movie, you know, it's one of those things where you think, okay, like this, this thing happened and it served no other purpose than maybe this one specific thing that God intended. Maybe, maybe this whole movie effort served no other purpose than converting Shia LaBeouf for some reason. That's, that's believable. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that You would even start to question whether or not it really did convert Shia LaBeouf, except that... Because of how bad the movie is. <laughs> yeah. Except that his, and, and his conversation way, seemed genuine. I, 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 I want to be full, uh, give full disclosure here. I did not see the movie. I had it playing through my, um, my car's radio while I was driving to work mm-hmm. this morning. Um, my wife thought it was dumb for me to presume to review a movie that I didn't see, so... So I, I'm, I can give impressions based on what I heard of the movie. Um, but I'll, I'll just give full disclosure that I didn't actually see it. So a lot of the impressions of, of what I thought was going on in the scenes, uh, it kind of felt like a bunch of disconnected episodes of stuff in, in, you know, somewhere in Italy. He did that because I kind of pushed him into it. I said, look, you don't need to watch it. Just mm-hmm. put it on your radio and play it on the way to work at two speed or even two, three two, speed. Two times. That's exactly You'll what I did. Get it. Two times. That's what the movie is. That's how bad it was and how disconnected all the scenes mm-hmm. were. It, okay. I don't understand why they thought it was obviously a propaganda piece for socialism. Yeah. That was its the, main purpose. There was a priest giving some kind of sermon, um, and I assume he was talking about we – and somehow being socialist, but it, it was just like a sermon kind of could have been, it might not have been, even been yeah. during mass, but as Christ uh, gave his flesh, you know, we give our flesh, that kind of thing. I don't right. know, maybe he was talking about we socialists, because at the end, a bunch of people were killed in the town. I don't know if they were socialists or not. Yeah, they were socialists and they had won the election and they and the people who didn't win shot them down and said, no, you didn't win, you cheated and we're going to take control i have no. i don't know anything about italian history you know i weird? know there were dictators I like i don't either you know i don't know you know especially you know the town that padre pio was in and stuff like that but but it's almost like 
okay, maybe there are like small minor cases where something very much like that happened. And maybe it actually happened in this town where Padre Pio was, but hasn't that been like the exact flip of what typically happens under socialism? Yeah. And they come communism to power and then they're and ruthless the and then they kill all flavors of it. Objectors and, and dissenters. We've seen it yeah. in Russia. We saw it in Cuba. We saw it in China. Saw it in, um, it was Pol Pot, socialist Catholics. in Cambodia. We see it in, in uh, North Korea. Saw it in Vietnam. Um, yeah. We see it in France. Venezuela. Uh, it, it was, and I, I, I just want, because they did, at the end of the movie, they showed the oh. crucifixion, <clears throat> the, the, a crucifix. Mm-hmm. And then showed Padre Pio and his stigmata, and mm-hmm. then showed the dead woman who had shot been shot. It is supposed oh. to tie all these together as if the socialists are suffering for the sins of man. It was so. Oh, I don't yeah, know if yeah. they thought they would fool Catholics into thinking, "Oh, Padre Pio is a socialist." I, no, I'm like sure if, he's if not. Some, because well, I was watching with my now, son. He's just you know. Yeah, I was watching even, it with Sam. Earth, I'm sure he wasn't. <laughs> he doesn't know who Padre Pio is, and oh, he really? didn't know any of the stories, which I, mm-hmm. I that's to my own shame, because I never told him the stories of Padre Pio. I need to get him to watch an actual documentary about Padre Pio. I, I want to find a good one before I force him to sit with me through it, because it's like, I had to yeah, push him yeah. into watching it with me, because I thought it would be good, but Padre Pio's life there's so much you could build on there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's hundreds of stories you could use to do a movie yeah. about Padre Pio. The man was so intensely Catholic and so intensely in love with God. How could you miss making a movie about Padre Pio and make it that uninteresting? So badly, yeah. You know, the, and, <clears throat> it's kind of funny that because... Um, after I got home from work and my wife and I went out somewhere and she was reading, she, you know, I told her what we were doing tonight. So she looked up on IMDB just to, mm-hmm. to see what the reviewers, obviously there's a non-Catholic, just secular reviewers. She said, Oh yeah, this has terrible ratings from people on IMDB. And she read Wonder. one of the comments uh, says, if you, know nothing about Padre Pio when you want, you know, before you watch this movie, you're still not going to know anything about him after you watch it. Right. It's that so, bad. Um, yeah. And the, I wonder, did the makers of the movie, did they think they would fool Catholics into thinking that into, into assuming this connection between Padre Pio and socialism or was it one of those cases where I, I don't understand why they did what they did? It's so weird and bizarre. Who, it's like who were the producers of the movie? What know. was their goal yeah, and their thinking? That's yeah. That, it's it's really odd, and it's like should maybe try to research that a little bit because <laughs> it's yeah. such a weird movie. It, it's not you don't just know a anything bad about movie. Him. It, it's a weirdly bad movie. <clears throat> And uh, Shia LaBeouf in his, in his interview talked about how the, the peop- to people in that area, Padre Pio is like Elvis. 
Like mm-hmm. everybody knows who he is. Everybody has a Padre Pio medal. It's yeah. almost like us having our crucifix. Everyone has mm-hmm. it. Um, okay, so did you think, oh, we would think, who is this guy, and find a movie about him, and then think, oh, okay, socialism. I I just don't know. <laughs> and And the argument for socialism was so badly made. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a monologue scene where this guy's kind of arguing for social. He sounded very much the way. Uh, uh, is, that the one, is this right. the one where he says basically all of mankind's ills are going to be solved by socialism? There was no, a part I think that even I heard that somebody that. basically said that. I think it was even before that. He talked about Ooh. the uh, t- taking. Uh, uh, being rewarded for your work. You work hard every day. How come you don't own the land? Something like that. But the, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I did hear that part. He started like, that oh, argument no. and then he kind of <clears throat> just got poetic with it and it but, ended up sounding yeah, like something out. Pope Francis would say. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this, this doesn't mean anything. And as hard as you tried to make it sound beautiful, it doesn't even sound that. It doesn't sound anything. It's just dumb. stupid. Hey, you suppose the Vatican like oh I, I don't know this I, movie, I don't like, contributed I uh, to the production costs. You wouldn't surprise I mean, they did me that if we found out John that's movie. what it did. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, it sounds like Vatican doublespeak and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, it sounds like just you have this thing that you know the Pope would yeah. sponsor. You have a story about some people in a town who were trying to uh, bring socialism into Italy. And there was in a family, like you said, a, a family who already owned things and was trying to keep that tamped down. And then a story about Padre Pio. They were not connected in any way whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than at one point, one of the men was talking to Padre Pio, one of the one of the people on one of the sides and it was obvious they knew each other and were friends. Um, you know, it, it's my understanding Padre Pio refused to grant someone absolution because they were carrying a communist card in their pocket. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that was one of the stories about Padre Pio and mm-hmm. his ability to see who men were. Communists were... Uh, under, Padre Pio understood the danger of communism and socialism mm-hmm. because they're the same thing. It's just a matter who you give your loyalty to and who yeah. owns things, whether it's the state or the party. Uh, what does it matter? It's still not private property. <clears throat> uh, okay, so there's that. And meanwhile, we have two other stories that are have to do with the devil because Padre Pio's story really does have to do with Satan. He battled Satan constantly. The real Padre mm-hmm. Pio. By the way, in the in the movie they did start out with him having a little bit of a battle with Satan. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it but this was like really for a possessed guy, wasn't it? I, no, I couldn't see was, the screen. Okay, at first, it was supposed to be someone sitting in the chair making a confession, and then mm-hmm. Padre Pio looked up and realized it was the devil, not a person. 
And that's oh, why you would okay. say, okay. say Christ is Lord yeah. as a test to see if this is mm-hmm. a person or if this is the devil. Right. I think that's what that was. But see, yeah. you really don't know from the movie whether they're trying to say Padre Pio was hallucinating or if he really was oh, dealing okay. with the devil. Yeah. But daggone it, they would hear all the all the clatter at night and they would come in and in the morning he's covered with bruises and cuts. Uh, mm-hmm. We do know that he was battling the devil. Was, it was yeah, not a hallucination. He was, yeah. The, I mean, God, there should for be no question reason, about that. Allowed him to be tormented. Well, isn't there the one anecdote um, uh, about like <laughs> him, um, like taking his guardian angel to task for not being yeah. there when he needed I mean, him or something like that? Uh, his guardian angel like looked like he felt bad or something yeah he and he he promised to never do it again to never allow it Mm -hmm. or at least uh to never stand by while the devil attacks him again um that's one of the things that i think that would be uh, something disclosed that to one of uh i guess his spiritual advisor or Mm -hmm. his bishop one of the two yeah i mean there are so many documented miracles about the man it's like the fact that the town exists at all because of quote the flying monk um Mm -hmm. during world war ii like three or four different times they tried to bomb that city because i guess the enemy was there but they didn't know where so america and the allies tried to bomb the hell out of that city and every time First of all, their planes would malfunction. Sometimes they would just turn around on their own and not go there. Sometimes hmm. they couldn't drop the bombs. All of the pilots kept reporting seeing a monk in the sky, flying around in the sky. Uh, a monk. <laughs> a monk. An American general, final, and I don't, you can find out who his name is. He had his picture taken with Padre Pio. Mm-hmm. Thought they were all nuts. Finally went there with one of the missions himself and witnessed the same thing and was unable to bomb the town. Mm. So he, I get, it was like several years later, he found out about Padre Pio and he goes to the town and Padre Pio upon meeting him says, Oh, something like you're the man who tried to get rid of us or something like that. You're the one who tried to blow us up. Yeah. And, uh, he ended up having his picture taken with Padre Pio. And, and I, I guess they became somewhat friend, friendly Mm -hmm. uh he eventually of course converted to catholicism as most of the people who met uh, padre pio did they did yeah including shia labeouf so uh they i I, every time we try to get away from this part of the podcast i'm just still amazed at how much they missed how much they could have (laughs) done for this movie (laughs) to make it somewhat interesting instead yeah my son and i were watching Mm -hmm. it and he's about halfway through he said dad if this movie suddenly got real real interesting like uh lord of the rings interesting it still would have been a waste of time they've wasted so much time on this socialist story mm-hmm. and i said yeah you're right i but i'm gonna talk and about it, on it the podcast. i'm gonna follow through yeah. yeah and i told danny look you don't need to watch it it would be a waste of time to watch it. So just listen to it on the way to work and you'll know. Yeah, well, you know what? Here's exactly the thing. I, I even, even that I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed now that I did that because I spent that time listening to it and it took pretty much my whole drive into work to do it on, on yeah. two times speed. 
And I did that instead of saying my usual rosary Well, that I pray on my way into work. <laughs> it was for the people to convince people, don't waste your time, don't yeah, download do not, it. Just Do not pour your time down this movie. I sometimes wonder why. I mean, Shia LaBeouf, I, I guess I can see his position. He played the part. He got paid for the mm-hmm. role. He can't, and apparently it, he converted, but he can't yeah, come I out. Mean, and you know, don't we watch hope it's this. real. It sticks. Yeah. Dang on it. Hold on. Hey. I brought over that food to him. Uh, all right, I'll come over and, and go in with you. Gotta go check on oh. dad. Oh, sorry. Mom just pulled up and her house is all dark and she's afraid to go in. So, okay. uh, and right. dad, I don't know. We'll hang out. Yeah, we'll back. Grandpa was there. He was sitting on the porch with all the lights off, just, I guess, kind of enjoying oh. the evening, you know. That's what and, I would have done. That was, okay. Yeah. That's why it was so yeah. fast. All but right. She didn't see him there. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, okay. So the other so, movie that came out was this movie, movie about supposedly about Father Amorth <clears throat> from the the Pope's Exorcist. Oh, I didn't. He see was that the one. the lead exorcist in Rome. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't waste your time with that. I didn't even see the entire oh. thing. Um, the first like ten minutes showed a scene with him. Uh, discussing the angels, things like why didn't St. Michael kill uh, Lucifer when they... kill. Yeah. You can't kill an angel. Not even another angel can kill an angel. (laughs) He kind of got theological in it. And and this is uh, Russell Crowe, who's a great actor. uh, Mm -hmm. But I could tell at that point, okay, these guys don't get it at all. They're Very, it's like amateur too far off base. Yeah, this is. Mm-hmm. So I, I watched a little bit more of it, and then my wife t- said, "Hey, you know, there's nudity in this one." I said, "No, I didn't know that." Uh, oh, okay. And so I'd already had my fill of that, so uh, I turned it off and didn't watch that. Uh, so two movies. All right, strikeouts. Don't. Are, are, we going, are we going for strike three here? Yeah. Okay. So there is a third movie nefarious right, uh no nudity first the movie that's not about catholics no nudity right. um when they the way they described the devil and I, first you know what let's okay spoiler. i don't mind hold on yeah I, we're gonna I spoil. say i don't mind spoiling padre pio um because it was so stupid and apparently so yeah. is the pope's are we going to spoil here? Should we just say up front, we're not going to try to hold back? Hey, I think we should. Well. Okay. I mean, it's. I, I don't know. We're not plugging the movie. We're reviewing the movie. Yeah. And, and in a way that I think, go watch the movie and then come watch the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and think about how your own experience of the movie matches ours. That That's what I Unlike would Unlike the first two, Nefarious was worth watching. Yeah. Uh. So, okay, just that off our chest. All right, let's talk about the movie. Uh, it was a genuine, real uh, description of the devil's handling of humanity, mm-hmm. I think. 
Yeah, unlike I, the I, two Catholic movies, I was surprised at how spot on it was. In fact, there were parts uh, that I was watching, and it's like, wow, who who wrote this? Because it's not a Catholic movie. How how right. could you get not only the the theology, but the the demonology and right. the 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 demon interaction with with at the same time a man and mankind yeah how could you get and, that so right and the church and the church too because yeah. the priest came in that priest uh, completely faithless I don't know if he's priest. A priest or just a minister mm. but he they called him father an so. anglican or something but he had a collar didn't he you know like yep. he had a collar but he had a sweater like a jesuit or something yeah so uh <sighs> Yeah, it was kind of spot on. And even to the point where it's like the priest, once the demon realized. See, the thing is, the demon would have known his attitude before maybe. he even entered. Yeah. It, but, but I call even it a literary... with that attitude, he still had command over the demon. Yeah. You know? It's just once the demon realized that he didn't even have enough belief to use that command, it's. Right. It's, a, it's almost like the demon wanted to Yeah, come stay. on in. Like, I'll yeah, talk to you. Yeah. But, but and, and of course, we know that a real demon would have known that from the beginning. But right. they, had to, they had to take us they through to that it. logic yeah. and that real, to, to show us why, um, you know, how a priest, a minister, whatever, can be so ineffectual against true right. evil. Yeah. It was... Uh... It, it, that was spot on. And then there's the, uh, okay. They did it so well that in the end, because, uh, I was talking about that. I told my son to watch that one. Uh, we didn't watch it together, but I said, well, this is worth watching. So he watched it and he came down the next day. He said, I don't, I don't get the ending. Mm -hmm. How can he have gone through all that? and not be Catholic. Yeah. And I said, I wonder the same thing. How can whoever wrote this not, not be Catholic? become a Catholic? Right. I mean, if you understand all of this that you say, and you understand the church as the main way to block it, then why don't you go all the way? And it's the same kind of question I would have for people like C.S. Lewis and all My the gosh, other, even Rush Limbaugh and Dinesh yeah. D'Souza. And... Rush Limbaugh. They, they yeah. Now, I think usually we know the answer to that. I, for example, Rush Limbaugh, uh, he, he's got some divorces and I, he can't. Mm -hmm. yeah, think I, the, I would bet anything. Procedurally help you uh, know, to kind of keep him from. Dinesh has the same thing going on. Um, and I, but. Still, if if you understand the church as the way to stop the demon, what mm -hmm. else is there? Yeah. Why would you be anything but Catholic? Uh, if you don't and believe fact, that it's the Catholic church, then what mm -hmm. church do you think there is? All oh, because we we're gathered about, together, there I am. Things like that. But Yeah, but uh, but the thing is, we talked about, and, and this is why I think that it was meant to be a real priest, because we talked about the, the demon like realizing that, oh, he's ineffectual because he doesn't even realize the power he has over the demon. 
But the demon's initial response uh, and recoiling and fear of the priest just walking into the room shows that the writers of this movie at least had the tools to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, the, the, the historic authority that the Catholic Church alone holds over Satan. Uh, when, you know, exorcisms are, are done by other people and mm-hmm. they're ineffectual until yeah. a Catholic priest who's designated mm-hmm. or, or by authorized bishop. by the yeah. bishop to do it and then suddenly it works and And you know what's interesting uh, is that it can't just be any this is a really uh interesting aspect of ecclesiology and and i think we we do well to to kind of reflect on this a little bit an exorcism within a certain part you know a, a certain part of the world uh you know whether it's indianapolis or cincinnati or yeah, uh, you know, Los Angeles or whatever, it needs to be done by an exorcist who uh, either has direct facilities and jurisdiction granted by the bishop who's in charge of that area, or who is invited in by the bishop and then given those faculties as a visiting exorcist or whatever. If an exorcist yeah. just says, you know, like like you get a hold of a Catholic priest who happens to be an exorcist in Indianapolis, you say, hey, come to Chicago. I've got a demon. Nobody will help me. And he goes up to Chicago. I don't think it's it's as efficacious, maybe not even right. at all. The bishop right. has I, real power. And so it's like when you're dealing with demons and stuff, why would geographical boundaries matter? And yet they right. do. Yeah, it's it's something that if if a Protestant believes this or understands it, I can't understand how the next step is so uh, difficult to make. I mean, it's like a coming up to a logical cliff and then just standing there and watching. And it's like, okay, you know Mm -hmm. what has to happen next? (laughs) I guess uh a leap of faith uh i don't know yeah that's that's what it takes and you know who knows because that's it's like you know we all think we know the answer and we're probably right to questions like is is judas in heaven or hell is hitler in heaven or hell is mangala in heaven or hell what about c.s lewis yeah I mean, given everything that he was granted by God, and yet was it just an act of pride that kept him from becoming Catholic? And did that keep him out of heaven? Wow, what a sobering thought. Yeah. I, because I mean, I think perfectly, the same thing about that that's a thing that could really be. Yeah. Hell, I, well, like I said, I, I wondered that back when Rush Limbaugh died. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I would hate to him. think about. Him not wow. getting to heaven, but I know he wouldn't take it. He understood it yeah. mm-hmm. better than most people, right? I would think. So I mean, he, but if but, you, you know, understand the truth, you have talk to about accept the movie it. itself. I mean, like the acting 
of this wow, guy yeah, that yeah. played the the possessed man and his transformations. He obviously was was a uh, he had some you know he had to push through some mental things even to communicate, right. and the demon had to work through those as well. But but the guy's like uh, way of expressing the demon's thoughts and stuff, I I thought that was just masterful. Right. I, I, I haven't seen such good acting in such a long time in the movies um, because we haven't had any good movies for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even I, I'm not talking about Catholic movies. I'm talking about any oh, yeah, movies. Just movies. We just haven't yeah. seen good acting in a long time. Um, and he was he was absolutely <clears throat> perfect for it. But what about the. OK, We've talked about the way the devil uh, described his his plan and his way of mastering people. Mm-hmm. Now, you notice when he went through the different stages of possession, they changed yeah, he, him quite well, he, a little bit. He did change him a little bit. Some of them, like, for example, inf- he talked about infestation. Yeah. Technically, infestation applies to animals and things, not people. For example... Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, so he didn't quite follow the, the real Catholic understanding and what the Catholic, uh, excuse me, exorcists have have sort right. of, you know, the, the, the taxonomy and the categories that, that they've identified. Uh, but it was still pretty doggone good. Right. And it was close enough to where it's like this is. uh <clears throat> This isn't something someone's just making up. This writer has done research. Maybe it's not Catholic, but he's researched yeah. this to find out what it is. And mm-hmm. the other question is, I, would, I guess, the the uh, believability of the scene itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Which one? The, the, that the, one where he's... The whole thing where the, the oh, okay. interview is like, oh, okay, right, does, right, right, right. Does a demon come out enough in a case? Like, if, does a demon communicate? I, I kind of doubt. Uh, I think it was made to communicate. The, the, the scene was a vehicle to talk mm-hmm. about Satan's reign over yeah. mankind, yeah. but it's not realistic. No, I don't think. Well, you know, in some ways it's not, but I was surprised at how in ways that were uh I, I want to say minor, but but they were actually significant. It was. Like for example, the one part where the guy says, Okay, fine. You, you know, you wanna prove it to me? I give you permission. You can possess me. You mm-hmm. have you know, un- unretractable permission. And then the demon didn't do anything. Right. It's like, it, it, okay, well, and, and you're kind of wondering, well, okay, if it's real, why didn't he do anything? But it, in reality, the demon needed him to continue to be a non-believer. Right. I mean, part yeah. of the whole point was that the demon was was manipulating him like from the very beginning he said by the time you leave here you will have committed three murders his yeah. mother which had already happened his girlfriend which was in the po- process of happening through abortion 
And I thought his uh, and his description of abortion was spot on, and oh, yeah. one that wow. hasn't been told that way in such a long time. And I thought it was Nobody's, powerful how it it yeah, actually it very moved powerful. the guy to try to stop it. Yeah, and then he couldn't. It, it, that was a moving scene <clears throat> where he describes the uh, the sacrifice of the infants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, that was. And then, Little really things like like how he just <clears throat> laughed and and you know because because we did that one where where we did kind of like the follow on with the screw tape yeah the letters demons and stuff yeah. like that the demons the the demon tapes or whatever we called them um and and then the demon in that one part he he just kind of is is chortling and and he says yeah we we didn't even come up with hate crimes you guys came up with that yeah. all by yourself and of course he's referring to this idea that. You take people who are saying the truth, Christians, and you turn it into hate speech. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. you're speaking hate speech by speaking the truth. <clears throat> I thought maybe he was just saying something like racism. We didn't come up with racism. No, I think he's but... talking about like, like you know, like like calling anti-homos yeah. hate speech speeches yeah. and stuff like that. Well, of course... Uh, in the end, I don't, I, I would say it was kind of a, it was kind of a weird, it was kind of a dumb ending. I liked the, here's the thing. It's like in the end, what really happened? And, and, and I think our, our mom is right. She said, it looks like what they did was leave it open for a sequel. Yeah. Because that could be. in the end, uh, the demon, gave the guy a proposition and we see that the guy, he didn't accept the proposition, but he somewhat followed through on trying to take advantage. Like he's trying to get one over on this demon, but there's this, this situation where supposedly, okay, he was possessed. Okay. Guy, you know, we said, we're going to spoil. He was possessed. He has the gun. He tried to fire the gun three times. It did not fire when they tested the same gun, same cartridge. It fired flawlessly. Now, here's the thing. Was the demon keeping it from firing, even though it was forcing the guy to kill himself or to at least pretend to kill him, whatever? Or was the demon forcing the guy to pull the trigger and the guy's guardian angel preventing it from firing? I think well, the there's a lot left open to discussion. Say a prayer. I don't What's know. That? The guy said a prayer. I think it was pretty, pretty oh, obvious. Did he, he say was... a prayer right at the end? Like, he like said something like, help me. Oh, okay. I did. I missed that part. I, I mean, okay. it was lost on yeah. me or something. Okay. He had the gun okay. and that he was pointing be... it and he said, help me. And then he fired, but Oh, yeah, I thought I he was know. just There's... talking to the people around him. But yeah, if that was a prayer, then I had yeah, thought, you could see that I as... I thought okay. it was a prayer. Right, um, right. Whoop, but, uh, just went dark and... again. There yeah, it, I, I just... It, it wasn't that good of an ending, I guess. No, I, I felt like it was like, you know, it's like they took this this movie that was like, wow, so masterful, and they said, let's package it in a little Christmas box and put a bow on it. Yeah, that's the problem with <laughs> that guy's movie. All of that guy's movies, uh, like uh, what oh, was he, the 
what else did he do? I, I, didn't I thought it was the same person who did. Uh, uh, what? Oh, sorry. Abigail something. The the, the oh, movie the, about the, the abortion Johnson? thing. Yeah, un, un, unplanned. Was that yeah, that? unplanned. Oh, God, my phone keeps falling. I thought I thought it was just some of the same people. And and his all of his movies are gift wrapped that way, and it's kind of like okay. yeah, okay. life is usually yeah. not that neat and tidy. And uh, becoming a Christian almost never is. Yeah. Uh, well, you know the thing is, I mean, it, it's there is this at least becoming um, Catholic, is it? There's this. I guess idea that, and, and maybe the guy subscribes to it, or maybe he just realizes that in order to, um, in order to sell movies, he has to sort of meet the expectation mm-hmm. um, of this, you know, kind of like this, this final, Oh, things get resolved in the end and they get resolved for, you know, we, we show right now in this movie, in the end, this sort of hint of the final victory of Christ. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. But I, I, you know, it's kind of weird because in movies like, um, in movies that have nothing to do with, with religious stuff, uh, you know, action movies and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Die Hard, for yeah. example. I kind of like that final victory wrap up. Right. But what's weird is that in in movies that are like more explicitly Christian, it annoys me. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it annoys me too, and I guess it's just that. Um, in a. <sighs> It's not so much that things are not that tidy in real life. Mm-hmm. It's just that <clears throat> in the Christian, in the Catholic understanding of all this, uh, we shouldn't expect it to be. And if the if mm, if the right. uh, if the movie's going to be a Catholic, a Christian movie, mm-hmm. then it right. should reflect if it's if it's truth, then we need that part of the truth too. Uh, yeah. people don't the, need the, Oh, everything's right. resolved because I started praying. Uh, well, it's, just, or like, it's not the way I it mean, is. Heaven's sake. Okay. I'm a fully believing Christian. I'm a fully believing Catholic. And I, I go to the sacraments. I go to confession. I go to communion. Am I going to be saved? There's no guarantee of that yeah. right now. Yeah, there I, isn't. You know, I'm, I'm that, still that's living. I have, I have at least 20, you know, unless I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I have at least 20 years of life to really yeah. screw up and lose this is, salvation. Uh, to be done in fear and trembling. Yeah, that's, uh, and I, I think that it, you know, it's it's almost like you're, you're, you're aware, I think you're the one who even told me of that concept of the uncanny valley. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, okay. This I don't, idea that doesn't that, sound familiar. That, um, you could take a person and okay, fine. Everybody loves people faces. Mm-hmm. You can take like a cartoon, like take Tom and Jerry. We anthropomorphize mm-hmm. them and make Jerry kind of look humanish, 
and act humanish. We add like some humanish features. Same thing was taught with Tom and they do their stuff. But the closer you start bringing the two together and, and the closer you bring that anthropomorphism to looking like actual human, it begins yeah. to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know, robots, the closer to human looking they get, the more weirded out. Banjo, no! Yeah. I saw Banjo walk by before. The more weirded out people get by them. Uh, skulls tend to weird people out. And corpses like are like the absolute pinnacle of the uncanny valley because they look absolutely human. But they're not human at all because they're just dead bodies. Right. Well, I think there's for us, for you and me at least, and, and maybe for other Catholics as well, there's a sort of similar uncanny valley when it comes to these movies. It's like you get so close to the Catholic understanding of reality and the Catholic expectations yeah. of reality, but then you don't actually meet it. You don't match it. You don't cross over. You're you're in that that, hey, I'm going to get really, really good at imitating it, and I'm yeah. not going to be there. Yeah, it's still a fairy tale. Yeah. And, and that's why I love real stories of real saints. Mm -hmm. And they usually they're not are tales. not that, it's like, I mean, messy. And gosh, they're, they're messy oh. and they're harsh. And I mean, this, you know, the whether story it's of Padre Pio. Augustine, who, right, Padre Pio, <clears throat> And then those, you know, so many of them were martyrs, uh, even those who weren't martyrs, right. uh, you know, they, they had to make really hard decisions, sometimes decisions that affected other people's lives. Yeah. And you often don't see that as, as this, this reality in, in Christianity that in order to live out the, you know, the faith faithfully, you have to accept that. Other people, not just you, other people may suffer because of your decisions to do that. Yeah. And yet yeah. you're still called to do it. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why it bothers us so much, uh, movies like that. Um, yeah. I'd like to see him do a movie about Padre Pio. Maybe he'd get closer to the truth and uh, do yeah. a better job of it. Yeah. And for the record, uh, Shia LaBeouf did do a good job of his... Yeah, his, his depiction was good. His lines himself, you know, but... What's funny is, okay, I, I, I don't want to be heard to say the wrong thing. Um, a bishop is, like, truly Catholic, even in a way that a lay person isn't. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if, if you just think in terms of, like... Tomorrow, if, if all the lay people in the church apostatize, we'd still have a church. If all the hierarchy apostatize, if all the bishops apostatize, we'd no longer have a church. Right. And that's something that, that we ought to understand as Catholics. So so Bishop Barron is, is more truly and more, let's say, completely Catholic. He is a member of the hierarchy. He's a bishop. Uh, I mean, in, in the book of Revelation, the bishops were referred to as angels by Christ when he was telling John to write these letters to the, yeah. he said to the, the seven angels of the different lands. Um, so Bishop Barron is, is like on a par with the angels when it comes with the church, to the church. But in that interview, Shia LaBeouf was 
a more he felt more real as a Catholic yeah. than Bishop Barron did. It was weird. And that I mean it yeah. just kind of keeps he me did. not not because he's a, a celebrity or anything like that, but because he seems so real. I really hope that the whole thing really took with him, regardless of where his life goes and his career goes from now. Yeah, I, I wonder if it did because I haven't seen him do anything since then. Yeah, uh, which kind of indicates that it must have because yep. uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, life is not simple for Catholics, uh, especially traditional true. Catholics. Especially uh, today, man. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. Um, I don't have any other movie stuff to go over. I'm gonna this maybe over here. Um, okay, so there was a lot going on. Actually, I almost wanted to do the show today about this. Uh, oh, where was it? This this Kennedy guy who? Oh, Robert Kennedy. Did you Jr. hear about the? Yeah, did you hear about the Joe Rogan uh, interview and? No, but I heard Where's him interviewing on Patrick Coffin's show. Okay, you heard his you know, interview. I've heard his, his interview, and his voice is so shaggy that I thought he was 800 years old. I know, I, I was but apparently he's not. You, you need to, uh, what, what is his deal? I mean, it sounded like he, he you know, like spent, like, I don't know, 40 yeah. years chain smoking or something. I don't know if he's got a... Uh, I don't know why. I, I guess there's a reason, but that he's how he is. But in in what little I heard, because I it, it, I I was just arriving home when he was talking mm-hmm. to Patrick Coffin. Um, mentally, he seemed thoroughly with it. Yes, he now, was. I'd never and support him is. as a candidate because he's not pro-life. See, but that's what as, I want to talk as about. As a guy though. who's going after Fauci and the medical establishment, it's like he's completely with it. Because he's running for president right now. I think he yeah. is on the Democrat ticket. I, mm-hmm. I would just try to understand because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, okay, I don't like Trump and maybe you don't like DeSantis. I like DeSantis and I kind of like Trump still, even though he won't get I, off the, the vaccine I mean, kick. Yeah, but yeah, Trump. Um, what if there were I'm a always guy? Like Trump is just so fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> what if there were a guy whose political and even theological uh, beliefs all lined up with your own, except for one, except that he believed in slavery fully, and he thought it was oh. okay to own black people and to put them into slavery, and all this Not was just fine slavery, and it's but stupid. Specifically, thing. racial slavery. Yeah. Supposing that were to happen, do you know how weird it would be to to even suggest that this is the guy that to vote you could, for? It's like, oh, you could talk, you know, you could think about, hey, maybe maybe we should support him. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, I, what I'm, are you talking about? No, this is crazy. He's in favor of slavery. Yeah, I'm hearing no, it people would be so weird. Not religious people, but people who are Catholic suggest mm-hmm. that maybe this is the guy to back on the Democrat ticket. Um, no, we can't but back him in any way, shape, or He believes it's okay to murder children. But... Don't you think the same kinds of things that came out in that movie, Nefarious, like, sort of hinted at these kinds of 
machinations and manipulations of, of, of human thought. Yeah, this is this this is it. This guy yeah. who seems to be all for us, but he still believes that it's okay to kill children. Yeah, you can't in any way nothing good put in charge or support. Right. So I just want to get that out of the way. We can never ever even I, I don't care how bad our guy is that we put up on the Republican ticket. Mm -hmm. If he's pro-life, uh, you cannot yeah. vote for this other guy who's pro-death. Um, we can pray for him a whole lot that he converts and becomes pro-life. Yeah. And, and, you know, but until see, that that's happens. the thing. It's like, okay, if you had a soft on abortion, say Republican, and let's suppose that you had an all-out Bernie Sanders, like just complete socialist kook ball. Yeah. But he's like adamantly pro-life. Yeah, that's the guy. Gosh, it, it like, almost it is to be. It would be weird, and, and, but I would have to support the, the pro-life Bernie Sanders in a case like that. Uh, and, 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 you know what I mean? It, I mean, even though he's first wrong about everything else. Started doing this podcast, the, the big thing that we talked about over and over again was that the number one goal of every Catholic out there should be ending abortion in America. Yeah, and right now. Yeah, we've made some headway, but we're not we're even not close to done yet. And we have to keep pushing hard every day that we can. Okay, getting that out of the way. All Joe right. Rogan has uh, RFK Jr. on. Mm -hmm. To talk, and and this guy knows what he's talking about in concerns with the pharmaceutical companies, and especially with his vaccine and with yeah. the entire COVID this, scam. This this, this he's on is top a of it. In guy. This isn't yeah. some kook fringe. Yeah. Um, and he says some things about the vaccine, and this other guy, Doctor Peter Peter Hotez, who. At one, I believe he was on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast as well at one point in the mm -hmm. past. Um, and this guy tweets about the fact that this should be silenced because it's vaccine misinformation, stuff like that. Whoa. Um, that RFK should be silenced. Right. And that Joe Rogan oh, should maybe it, be canceled, F something it's like, like that. RFK? I know it's Robert it's Kennedy R Jr. RFK Jr. Okay. So I guess it's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. All right. I don't know if this so. is. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, all mm -hmm. the Kennedys all have. They're all Kennedy. The to me. I don't know. <laughs> I know a couple of them been killed. But they're all effing Kennedys. One of them, yeah, they're all effing Kennedys, and one of them died in a plane wreck. A couple of them were shot. This guy mm -hmm. has some voice things going on. I don't know. Maybe uh, God's got plans for the Kennedys, and they'll come around yeah. at some point. We'll see. If he's pro-life, I'm behind him. But you yeah. got to be pro-life. Um, anyway, uh, he says some things publicly, and then Joe Rogan publicly says, "Hey, if you feel that strongly about it, let's Come debate. On show. Come on the show. Mm -hmm. You and him. I, I'll let you choose some of the rules. You no time limit." I mean, he's he's kind of given him as much power as he wants to to do it in any way he wants. And he won't do it. And 
the guy he, he kind of backed down a little bit it acted like uh like it's uh like maybe he's not I don't know what his excuse was, but he made some excuses. And Joe Rogan even said, okay, if you don't think you can do it because RFK is so well prepared in his arguments, which I don't know why you're not, because you've already designated yourself as the expert. Yeah, you put yourself out there. And and you've been for the past two years hounding us Mm -hmm. about not getting vaccinated and telling us how evil we are for denying the vaccines. but if, if you don't think you're prepared enough and you're too stupid to do it, pick someone to come in your proxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send anyone you want. Not only that, I think they raised something like a million and a half dollars, maybe two and a half million. He said, we will give uh, two and a half million dollars to any charity you choose just for coming on the show and arguing with, with RFK. RFK. Uh, wow. He won't do it. Of course he won't do it because no, these people never debate. Yeah, because RFK has all the facts, right? And it's really that this simple. Issue. He's got it right. Now, Joe Rogan's uh, he's one of the people they can't quite get rid of. It's not like <laughs> Alex uh, Jones. He's yeah. got too many listeners. Alex Jones is all the way right wing, and we know he's right wing. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's not right wing in any way, shape, or form. No. He just recognizes the COVID and vaccine problem, and yeah. he gives people free voice. He says, Look, he happens I, to be I mean, right about some things, and he's very free speech. Yeah. And if and someone is yeah. uh, an expert on that area, he welcomes them on and he welcomes the conversation. So, uh, he, where was I going with that? Um, oh, they can't cancel him. Yeah. So instead what they start saying is this is harassment. And what happened was some, some small podcaster, like, I think he's like our size. Like he's, Uh nobody knows who he is or anything. A hundred listeners. Found out where Dr. Peter Hotez lives and approached him as he was coming home and coming inside his gate and said, hey, and, and he, he shakes hands with him and he says, so are you going to uh, debate Joe Rogan? And the guy says, well, I don't know. We'll see. And he says, and he kind of pushed him. Never never threatened or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he put the whole Peter exchange Hotel's- on his own podcast. Yeah, he did this exchange on his okay. podcast, trying to go viral, trying to get some views. Yeah, and it probably did actually get him some views. Um, fine. Okay, but they're saying, okay, this is harassment because he went to Peter Hotes's home and harassed him a little bit about the whole exchange was like less than three minutes, and it, and it never got violent. There was never a threat. I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to call that harassment. No. Um, I mean, it's not like he was on his way, like, into, uh, I don't know, church with his family or something right. like that, right? He right. was just, he was getting home, maybe, I don't know, from, from at the end of the workday or something like that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know when it was, but he was entering his home, and he just stopped him outside and said, hey, you, you going to do this? I, I think you should. We've been, uh, Republicans and right-wingers are getting doxxed all the time, and we're getting yeah. seriously harassed, and people are getting beat up and shot and threatened and all kinds of stuff. 
this guy wasn't threatened in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call that. I, I, I'm nope. sorry. I think what's good for the not goose harassment. has to be good for the gander for a while. It's getting old. That's I right. mean, we don't have enough followers to be doxed. But if somebody really wanted to, it could actually probably find out where I live within two or three minutes of research. I know I could. Anyone who who understands how to do some of this stuff could. Um, yep. Not me. So, I live in a secret location. I challenge anybody to find out where I live. I'll tell you where you live right now. I know where you live. I'll show up at your door tomorrow. I'll hold your son hostage. I know where you live. Anyway, um, but I don't. This whole thing. I mean, people are showing up at at Kavanaugh's the the justice. Uh, oh right! Home and threatening him. It, mm-hmm. It's going on all over, and I'm not going to feel sorry for a guy just because somebody uh, tried to, to get him to him outside his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, whatever. Like, no, no, not, no not this is not harassment. I don't feel sorry for him, but it's like, hey, it's it's an invitation for you to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, go do it. It's, it's uh, not quick. like the guy was coming and, and and threatening you and and saying, hey, yeah. we're going to pick it. He didn't house. even he try just, to argue with him. He just said, he just hey, said, you going to do this? I'd like you to do this. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. So, uh, that happened. That's our first part of the news. And, All right. Um, but a whole bunch of other stuff happened. Okay, so the International Society for Stem Cell Research, they okay. had an annual meeting in Massachusetts, um, and this Marie, this biologist reveals that American and British British researchers have here's the wording have generated the world's first synthetic human embryo like structures using stem cells <laughs> what this mean? is so dumb human everybody's kind of making a big structures. deal as, as if it's mean? some big feat oh they're making humans now no, no they made some if you have an embryo, embryo stem cell like guess what structures. you started with if they they made it out of stem cells if you okay. have stem cells embryonic stem cells guess what you started with an embryo an embryo you got so, so you, you took made some an embryo like structures out of cells from an embryo but you know and what you did he even say some other did, embryo did he even DNA say embryonic stem cells or did he did, is it pot i mean I, I read more into it. No, it, it, no, it's not. It, it, they're embryonic stem cells. Uh, they are embryonic. Her lab has created were grown from single human embryonic stem cells that were coaxed to develop into three distinct tissue layers. She said, "Which but, embryonic stem cells are predisposed that's what to they do, do it anyway?" This is I mean, not that big of a find. Hey, it is, we took however, an embryonic stem cell. And we got it to divide into cells that do what embryonic stem cells are supposed to do. Yeah. And, 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 and wow. I mean, it's synthetic human embryos from stem cells without eggs and sperm. Well, where the hell do you think you got that stem cell? You had egg and sperm at some point because that's where you got the embryo. You didn't crash two eggs together. You didn't crash two sperms together. I guarantee it. This is so stupid. The, These claims yeah, are so stupid. And, and it's like, 
I, I, on the one hand, if you're a non-believer, you would think, oh, great, we're, we're getting ready to actually create a different human life form or thing that a synthetic life. No, you're not. You still no, had an embryo. Just taking an embryo uh, and making it do what embryos do. Just in if you're laboratory a Catholic, conditions. I think you're supposed to be scared of this, like they're doing. But the only thing that really happened here was a blasphemous, uh, terrible thing, because they're taking a human life and they're making more human lives that are never going to become human lives. Or Instead, they're destroying they're die in petri dishes. They're, they're destroying they're killing human a human life and making point. things possibly that are not human lives. Here's the problem. Here's what where I am afraid things are going to go. Is it possible that we will reach a level of technology where we can create biological humans that are not real humans that that have that do not have eternal a soul. rational souls? Only I animal souls. I, I, I kind of don't think, think not. we will. But if but, that were possible, that would... Here, here's the reason that that would be problematic. Because then you say, okay, what to do about that? Well, that must mean that there is a whole class of humans that we can create that we don't have to treat as humans. We can treat them as slaves or whatever. Well, wait yeah. a minute. If we could create that and if based on our creation of that we can treat people that way then why should we think that nature didn't already do that for us and i can see us returning to a right. state of race-based slavery as an outgrowth of embryonic stem cell research well here's the other problem with it is because i don't think we could do that but what we could we do i don't think it's possible that since this didn't come from a sperm and an egg and we created this thing, it is we not it. human and we don't have to treat it like a human. And, it's a and commodity. We own it. Yeah. And like, we own oh, it. And we own it and we can sell it to you. Right. Kind of like, like that, that. That's the problem. Like that movie, The Island. Yeah. Which we ought to review that movie sometime. Yeah, that was. I'm trying to remember, did that have any nudity yeah. in it? I don't want to recommend no, movies that had nudity, but that was a good movie. Right. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, okay, so there's that. Researchers from the Natural History Museum in London discover the fossils of a, a dinosaur named... Uh, Susie? Ankylosaur. Oh, Ankylosaur. With, th that's the yeah. one like like a, sm like a lower... Uh, walked on all fours and had that great bit like a mace tail kind of a thing that would like yeah I think it's a, a little bit and, and armor okay, on the but back. anyway they they it's found like the it on an version island of an armadillo huh it's the dinosaur version of an armadillo yeah it kind of looks like that and it's got the the the, the head and it's got mm -hmm. some spikes along the uh, the shell yeah, of the it back shell uh, right. That was I, I had a little figure. That was one of, one of my dinosaurs. favorite dinosaurs. It was one of my favorites too. It was cool. <laughs> it was, I like that more than the stegosaurs. Yeah. I thought the stegosaurs. I don't know. How are you going to use those spikes what to do those, anything? Things on your back. Other than. Like, uh... 
Yeah. Other than keep dinosaurs from biting your back. But I don't know. Was that just for whatever. balance or what? Bite your leg. <laughs> yeah. That looks retarded. Um, but this guy looked mean. Like he'd smack you in the head with his tail mm-hmm. and kill you. Bludgeon yeah, like you. A, a, a uh, combination armadillo and scorpion or something. Yeah. It's been, it's the first of its kind on the island in 142 years. So it, it's been 142 years since they've, I don't know if it's been 142 years since they found those kinds of bones or those kinds of bones on that island. Oh, okay. Apparently it's a big island for lots of uh, dinosaurs. And so, where is so, this like in the, where, like South Pacific? It's in, uh, it's in London. I, here, let's... Uh, Dag on it. I don't know. Oh. You discover fossil of it named in the Isle of Wight. Of oh, Wight. W I G H T. Yeah, that's that's Britain. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. part of Britain. So they found the it Isle in Wight. I worked on a, a yeah. communications project where the the initial rollout was going to be on okay. the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Study in science advances reveals that uh, Chilean uh, scientists have discovered fossils from an unprecedented herbivorous hadrosaur, uh, which inhabited, inhabited the Patagonia 72 million years ago. This is very similar to that duckbill type of so they've got a new duckbill like Mm -hmm. dinosaur dinosaur looking Um, thing i always like the duckbills too i don't even know what they're called i duckbillosaurus i don't remember either um but i always thought those were cool Mm -hmm. uh magnitude 4.8 earthquake hits france okay so damaging several hundreds of buildings hundreds Mm -hmm. of buildings um uh, there's a village in Switzerland is narrowly missed by an overnight rock slide. I guess the people. Oh, wow. okay. No, there's a village that was just narrowly missed by a rock slide. There was a right. rock slide. They're got two point two million M three. I don't know how what they measure mean? rock slide rock slides, but they're saying two million M three is the measurement. But it was a is big rock M- slide. Is three uh, s- s- like super script. Uh, I not in my note, but I oh, okay. I pasted so, it in my notes without. Like two, uh, so it could be like two million cubic meters. Yeah, I pasted text only. So in okay. My, okay, I bet that's what um, it is. Two, two million cubic meter rock slide. That's that's pretty big. There was a village of 128 residents, but they had been evacuated in May. Mm-hmm. Because scientists had predicted the rock slide, oh. so this they knew it was coming, mm-hmm. and now it happened. Hopefully, I guess that means hey, we can go home now. That would be cool. That's I mean, cool if it that, happened, we're it getting happened. better at like, predicting that yeah. stuff. It'd be nice if yeah. we could predict volcanoes and earthquakes yeah. and hurricanes and stuff like that too. Uh, Japan raises the age of consent from 13 to 16. I guess they're talking about consent sex? for sex or marriage. I think they're talking about sex mm. and well, criminalizes voyeurism. I guess oh, voyeurism okay. wasn't for people who don't know voyeurism is like peeping toms, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, 
I guess it wasn't illegal in Japan. Hmm. How do you? How do you prove voyeurism? I mean, like, I know, that's if, if you're doing wrong. something in front of your window and there's a guy standing on the sidewalk watching, you, you know, I, I, I guess have, you have to be on your property peeping into your window. Like maybe if he's, yeah, like he climbed up your trellis and he's like looking in your window. Okay, that <clears throat> because yeah. I, I have this concept of, and and I know that a lot of people would disagree with me. You might even disagree with me that. <sighs> Um, I don't even know what I would call it, but this this idea that you have that not not necessarily morally, but legally speaking, in terms of what the government can say you can and can't do, you always have the right to observe everything that's around you, everything that reaches you. So that means I would say, like yeah. for ex for example. Um, they have like the, the satellite dishes and stuff like that. Oh, well, we mm -hmm. encode them and you're not allowed to decode it unless you, you have bought the right key from us. But your doggone radio signals are reaching my property. Right. And if I have the yeah. ability to decode them, then I have a legal right to do so. Uh, I, same, I agree this, with this you. This same on thing that. would yeah. apply with voyeurism. And, and this is where it might make people uncomfortable. If, if a, a woman's going to undress in front of her window and not doggone pull the shade down like she should. Yeah. If there's and a crowd it, of guys that, standing in front of her yard and it's like, hey. Well, crowd of guys. A or place. The thing is, the, the light from her room reaches my window and I happen to have a telescope. So what? Yeah. I, I well, can't use that telescope unless the light that she's shedding off of her body reaches me. Now, again, I am not saying morally that that makes it okay to look at naked women. Right. I'm saying from a legal point of view, we ought to have a right to observe everything that reaches us within our environment. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I also think, I think voyeurism is a serious sin and it's happening yeah, in absolutely. mass with these reality shows and things oh, like that i think this you know is what? all That's, just voyeurism oh i'm glad you said that i've like we have this we have this concept that voyeurism is always about sex or seeing naked bodies or whatever right but, but it's not watching and the people who are arrested for that are often it has nothing to do with sex yeah watching people's dramas and sufferings play out on tv that's just as voyeuristic. Yeah, and, and it's different and, from from a normal TV show because mm -hmm. you understand it as a fantasy, as something that didn't happen, unless you're watching a documentary or something, you know. But yeah, yeah, you're not peeking in on people, and that, that, I think, yeah, it, it's they've got permission to do it, but it's still voyeurism, I think. Yeah, I and yeah, I, I don't think people should be involved in that. These reality TV is a bad, bad thing. Yeah. Um, seven people are injured when a hot air balloon catches fire in Switzerland. Wow! How do you not die when your hot air balloon catch fire? Well, if it, I guess if they it were able to get slowly. to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, I still wow, want to go scary. up in a hot air balloon. I mean, I know that, like, you you think about. I guess I guess the idea is that you go into a hot air balloon, and you know there's a wind current going one direction. And you know you're going to set down somewhere, 
or yeah. it's going one direction and then lower in the atmosphere, it's going back the other direction. So there's like, you can take it in a circle, but yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know how any of that stuff worked. I want to go in a hot air balloon sometime. I do remember, I can't remember if I was coming home from Bloomington or coming home from Columbus. For one, it's mm -hmm. one of those two, which are not anywhere near each other, but you I was coming in, home from like one of those places. Bloomington, Columbus, Indiana, or Bloomington, Indiana, Columbus, Ohio? Bloomington, Indiana, and Columbus, Ohio. Okay. One of one those, those two, two places. I was coming. Got Actually, because you pass Columbus as you're going home from Bloomington, so in, in okay, Indiana, yeah. but no. So. Columbus, Ohio, up north, Bloomington, Bloomington Indiana, out. in the west. Yeah, I was on my way home and I saw. Uh, it, it was probably like 75, 100 hot air balloons wow. in this kind of like big thing. I was pretty far off, you know, I, but still, wow. But they had all passed by the time I got to that spot, mm -hmm. but it was a pretty impressive sight and, and all kinds of different colors and artwork stuff on them. It was some kind of, I don't know, hot air balloon thing. I've seen uh, like maybe as neat. many as 10. In a in a in a thing, a you know, yeah, an event. Bunch. Wow, that would be neat to see. Um, and it was, it, it was just at the beginning of the internet mm -hmm. at that time, to the point where I I didn't, well, I wouldn't have been like able to just look up and find out what is something this? like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't even have a camera, let alone be able to look up. Is there some kind of event that you can find right. out what this is and why there's a bunch of people in the sky? So, uh, uh, have you heard about the submersible Titan? No. Uh, this is a like a submarine, and what it does is it carries tourists down to the wreckage of the Titanic. Oh, okay. And huh. they took a group of. Well, we don't even know if there's if they're people. They haven't told us uh, yet, but they've lost track of it. Oh, oh, wow! It was it was on it's a some, dive, and they've lost track. And they lost they, track. They Ooh! Yeah. So yeah. we are still waiting to hear what happens to those people. Yeah, those tourists. And I, well, I we don't even know who was aboard it, or if there were tourists on it, or if it was. Oh, was it a I test dive or something like that? Hell, maybe it was no one aboard it. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. But they've lost track. Uh, that's so scary. <laughs> like, yeah, this I mean, is imagine being submersible. You tourists can get on it. We'll take you down, but we're not going to go on it. The pilot, it will do that remotely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't take that trip. No. Um, I don't know. Scary, scary to think about. Uh, so, well, here, but they're not saying if anybody was aboard it. Right. They're not saying anything about people being That's on board. Weird. Okay. Oh, well, I at hope least not. The, I mean, if, at, if at the time of, of the CBS news story that I have, mm -hmm. it yeah. says uh, the vessel in the people running it uh, have not told us. They There are crew members, but I don't know if we know if there are. Okay, there are crew members, right. but they're not saying anything about the tourists. Yeah. So, uh, well, okay. I guess I can see that. Yeah, that's sad, though. Uh, a report to the Japanese National Diet revealed that...
from the end of World War II to 1996, 96 is not that long ago, 25,000 Japanese citizens were forcibly sterilized under eugenic laws, including under Japanese eugenic laws. This is in Japan. Including not, yeah. two nine-year-old boys. Wow. Uh, so this I guess when like America to went be... to Japan mm -hmm. and said, we're taking over Japan, they just started sterilizing Oh, the these Japanese. are, this is American actions. Uh, this is, if I understand this right, this is America in Japan Making or at least decisions. the Allies, well, forcing maybe them not necessarily American. Not just America, like, but I mean, America, maybe Britain, England France, is part so of it. Yeah. yeah. And telling uh, Japan, you have to sterilize people based on these criteria. Yeah. And wow. I don't know if it was the, a thing where, okay, we're going to sterilize you, or if they just did the operation and not told people. Didn't tell them. You never know what okay. Because, you know, America, we did that kind of crap right here in our country. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, Sanger, or Margaret Sanger did that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, she, evil woman. Uh, very racist. Uh, you heard yeah. about the okay? Hunter Biden got charged with with some some, some misdemeanor offenses relating to failing to pay like federal taxes. taxes. It's yeah, kind of like owning a firearm <clears throat> while lying about being an illegal drug user. Uh, the they'll be dismissed following a two year probation. This is so bogus. It's just some I people, hate it when they apply like, the law to different people in different ways different it's ways. BS. And some people think that this because he pled to this right yeah it looks like he he pled down i guess yeah and, and he's so gonna... like some people think that this this like he cut some kind of deal to make sure that that the real crimes of the biden family aren't going to get exposed yeah i i think that i don't know i don't think they'd be exposed anyway i think when they're when they're done with Biden, they will be exposed. I think they'll throw them to the wolves yeah. and and make us think that, oh, we got it. We did it. We put Biden in jail. And it's like, he wasn't running anything anyway. Yeah, I mean, but give me a break. It'll just be like, you know. But he's still a terrible, awful man. And his whole family is terrible mm -hmm. and awful. And they shouldn't. Yeah. But they're just part of a cog. It's not as like we Obama, think he's in control. As Clinton yeah. and as many others to come after. Yeah. It's like, you know, you serve your, your purpose and then you, you've got to be sacrificed for the next generation of evil people. Yeah. So I guess uh, I, I'm going to jump into LifeSite News now. Um, an Amazon delivery guy thinks that he heard racist remarks and reports it. I don't know who he reported from it to. Who? Yeah, and to whom? <laughs> from a guy that he was delivering to. And then Amazon locks that guy out of his smart devices. So out of his this smart, is like wait a minute, like like Amazon. This is Big Brother. Like I say, like so he delivers, and I say, and then Amazon likes locks me out of my cell phone, like yeah. that. Yeah, and he reports it, and then Amazon locks you well, out. Yeah, yeah, that's but it's like, why is Amazon able to do that ever? I mean, right. I I don't mean like okay, how do they have how do they have the ability. Yeah, not not how do they have the authority, which is a whole different question. How do they have the capability of doing that? Right. 
I don't know. But they ended up turning it back on because they realized, no, the guy was wrong. He didn't say anything racist. So Even if he did. I know. I know it's stupid. I, okay, yeah, it's wrong to be racist, but even if he did. Yeah. Uh, Jesuits expel... Remember Father Rupnik? Rupnik? That, that uh, artist who was also a serial abuser? And oh. I think he's the one who did the... Uh, Padre Pio's tomb. Okay. I think that's who Father Rupnik is. He did. He does. I think he's the artist who does those weird pictures where like two people share an eyeball. Uh, I have not heard he's of in that. tight. He's in tight with uh, unless unless I'm thinking of someone else. Um. Anyway, he's in tight with the Pope, and mm-hmm. he's. Uh, he's already been automatically excommunicated for certain things. Um, okay. He absolved a woman for having uh, sex with him. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to have a sex with a woman or and a man then, and then and absolve them in confession. confession. Yeah, that's right. not. You're not allowed doing that. So, but he like is doing that. Step and, removed from like granting absolution to yourself. Yeah, uh, he's been accused of abusing twenty to forty religious sisters in the uh, Loyola community in Slovenia, which he was a co-founder. Okay, um, uh, this guy's bad all around. But yeah, he's so really bad had guy. a lot of work. He's been at. He's been uh, expelled from the Jesuit order, but he's still a priest. Oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, he he still has. I, I don't know. I I don't understand. It, it's more of the same. It's with these terrible, terrible people who aren't laicized, and while people like uh, Father, what's his name? Is laicized. Oh, uh, Father. Did he get laicized, Father? Um, I know who you're talking about. Pavone? He was laicized. Yeah, Pavone. He was laicized. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought he was. I thought Pretty he sure was. He um, I thought laicization was like the, the next natural step, but he was stripped of all faculties. Okay. Maybe he was stripped of faculties. Maybe he wasn't laicized. I don't but remember now. Exactly. Either way. But either way, it, it, no matter what. Yeah. Father and, Pavone and, and, is and, punished. And then this guy James, is... Uh, what's yeah. his name? Okay. Uh, do you know... Okay. Oh, well. Do you know what the Faces of Abortion tour is? I still no. can't quite figure out what that is. Never heard of it. It's that. a tour, and, and they're going across America. Um, is it? Are they, like, to, showing pictures of the... Like, you remember how we used to have the pictures of aborted babies and stuff? Well, that's what I thought they would be, but... Um, I don't think they are. To making the victims of abortion visible to re okay, I guess they are. Okay. But like if you go look up faces of abortion and you look at the company literature, you don't see pictures of aborted babies. That's why I like LifeSite News has a report on them because they're they're going across America to help change minds across not America uh, Canada. Oh, okay. But okay. I don't see any of the pictures, so I don't know. I can't tell. Is that what they do? Yeah, maybe I mean, they're purposely not putting it on their website. Yeah, because I would, they want I, to be able to present it in person and present it in person with 
a certain kind of story behind it. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. I I, I think maybe they're doing good things. These pictures should be all too common. We should have them pushed at us and shoved in our face all the time. It's yeah. a this is real. This is what it is. is. You need to see this. It 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 is, but it I, I don't think it should be like all too common. Because I think it should be something that is shoved in people's faces, but um, not to the point where they get desensitized to it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's what yeah. I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawaiian governor has signed into law a, a what he did is uh, reduced the waiting period for assisted suicide. I guess in Hawaii you can commit su- assisted suicide, but there's, there's a, waiting a waiting period, period? and he's oh, uh, reduced that so that people kill can kill themselves I wait sooner. Six yeah. weeks to kill myself. <gasps> now I only have to wait three weeks. Yeah. Talk about evil. Uh, speaking of evil, we talked about last week they were having they were gonna have a pride mass in mm-hmm. uh I I think it was the it was the president's uh, oh, right. the, parish. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay, in this is in mm-hmm. uh, Washington DC and this is uh this, uh Cardinal Gregory. Gregory. Mm-hmm. And and he did okay it and he did have a gay mass and it was a blasphemy and Yeah. Now, the Starbucks stores have removed all the pride displays in their stores. They're still they're they're doubling down on their pro gay stance, but they did take down the pride stuff. So huh. I guess they had a lot of pride like, stuff in all the stores. And probably people record, are like, you know what? Gay, but we realize that people not might not want this shoved in their faces and we still want people to yeah. buy coffee, so we're gonna remove it from our stores. I don't know. I, I wish people would not buy coffee there anyway. Just Ooh. like, no, it's not enough anymore. It's not enough anymore. Okay. I don't know. You shoved if, it in our faces too much. Yep, that's that's I don't know if this is a chain or if it's just one local store, but I'm going to call this out. You know how we call out the UDF in Cincinnati uh, because mm-hmm. they insist on being decent. Yeah. Um, there is a brand new coffee shop that opened a few blocks from me. It's called Iggy's Coffee. I don't know whether it's a chain or not, mm-hmm. but um, I had been out of coffee beans for a while, a, while, a, a few days. And I wanted some coffee, so I stopped there on my way into work, went through their drive-thru. Um, and on my coffee, you know, they, I just got a large black coffee, and they, you know, have the lid thing, and then there's a little sticker on the lid. Now, this is June, so you would assume that if a coffee place is putting stickers on the lid in June, you know what kind of sticker it's going to be. It was not the kind of sticker that I would be afraid that it would be. It said... Happy Father's Day. And that's oh, all I okay. said. That was Happy really Father's neat. Day. So yeah. if, if Iggy's is a chain, or if anybody happens to be in Avon and have a chance to go get some coffee from Iggy's, um, please do so. Okay. Uh, thousands gather in defense of Christ as the LA Dodgers honor their blasphemous drag nuns. Uh, we saw this coming, but I, I guess they had... Whatever they had, I still don't quite understand what they did. And I don't know if this was at a game or aside from a game or after a game. I think it's at a game. They had, they, 
Okay, so they had a game and they gave some gay people awards for being gay, awards, including yeah. these drag nuns. Um, yep. And thousands uh, of people outside of that, but thousands of people protested. LA. I, it, it looks like more people protested than people attended who the attended game. the. I don't know if it's attended the game or attended the. Oh, whatever the, the ceremony or the, the yeah ceremony the of whatever them. it was. I, yeah, I don't so know. that's good. Yeah. Uh, Irish Catholics are protesting as the Archdiocese of Dublin hosts an ecumenical LGBT prayer service. Yeah, a, a gay service. I don't know. A gay prayer service. I guess it wasn't a mass. At least it wasn't a mass. Yeah, uh, but that would have been absolutely blasphemous. Um, yeah. Actually, it would have been sacrilegious. Not and blasphemous is different, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, over 5,000 congregations break away from the United Methodist Church oh. over their pro-gay stance so I thought the, the Methodists got together on their big thing and decided not to go pro-gay well apparently unless I guess they changed since that, unless that was they years broke, ago maybe they did and that. that's why they broke no the pro-gay pro stance yeah okay and 5,000 congregations mm -hmm. broke away, broke away from, from them yeah now what do they become after yeah, they leave the Methodist mean? Church okay now we're we're normie Methodist instead of gay Methodist, or I don't know. Yeah. yeah what does that mean? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> when you consider the fact that Methodists are just breakaways from breakaways <clears throat> from breakaways from Catholics, right. yeah, you keep breaking away and you become. You can so all be of you that broke away from the Methodists just come, come home. back to the Catholic Church. Come home. And help us convince the Catholic bishops to stop being pro-gay too. Yeah. But see, rest assured that the Catholic Church cannot become pro-gay. It will never become officially completely pro-gay. We will have terrible bishops and terrible popes A lot of who do terrible and, things. And some popes will lose their souls in the process, but we will find our way back. Guaranteed. Our church will always be our church. Yeah. Uh, come home. Let's see. Gay activists pressure the AMC theaters into pulling the movie Detransitioner from the film. Oh, okay. So there's a film called a No Way Back. It's a movie mm -hmm. about detransitioning. It's mm -hmm. about someone Trans who transitioned trans trying yeah. to reverse it and how... I guess hard and heartbreaking that is. I'm and, hearing more uh, and more stories about that too. Yeah, especially since they're pushing kids into doing it yeah. who aren't. So we uh, these oh. kids are so confused at such an age. Who the hell knows what's going on at that age? What? I didn't. Seven-year-old Johnny likes I to mean, play with dolls. Oh, maybe he's a here, girl. You're gay. Let's, yeah. Be gay. Be or a girl. Be a girl. Yeah. Be a girl. And then it's like Johnny suddenly notices other At girls. Is like, but I, 18, I like them. I don't, I don't want to be one of them. I want to be with one of them. Yeah. It's like, so, oh, it's too late. We cut your ding dong off. Now, you, now you've got to be a lesbian girl. Yeah. It's like what? <clears throat> I remember the joke we used to say when I mean, I like during your college years, we'd say, 
Uh, I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And it's like, I still tell that. It's like, it stopped but, being funny because, like, yeah, people because turn now there's reality. Who claim to be that. Um, crazy. Uh, let's see. Rest. Okay, this is a weird one. There's this restaurant. Uh, where's the name of that restaurant? Uh, Takiria Garibaldi. Like a okay. Garibaldi. Anyway, it's a restaurant, mm-hmm. and Mexican. they brought in a priest and said, "Hey, uh, we have a priest here. If you guys want to go to confession to the workers." Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> is this in America? I don't know where it is. No, yeah, yeah, it's in California. Okay. So, but they, they do you can go to like confession <laughs> during work hours. Oh, okay. And uh, the priest was and was was trying to get them to go to confession. Say, hey, get it off your chest. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys got something holding you down. Get it off your chest and come and clean and and yep. come to confession. Which I mean, that's not a Catholic. Not you don't. White you don't go to non-Catholics is? and say, "Come, please." You only no, go. No. Only it, Catholics it, can go to confession. Only Catholics and, benefit from confession spiritually. Right. So, but then they found out that it's not really a priest, oh. and what they were trying to do is catch people for doing things like stealing company. They were trying funds to. Uh, and okay. They were trying, trying to, to use get employees. A- to admit to stealing from wow, the company. Wow. Oh, what that a is terrible, so bad. weird thing. Talk about, talk about a sacrilege, misuse yeah. of a holy thing. Ooh, wow. You'd have to, here's the thing in order for that I, to work, you'd have to be a terrible Catholic. You'd have to be a bad Catholic, an uninformed Catholic, but man, the, but the I guess guy who's posing as a priest. Still, yeah, yeah, that's pretty it's bad. Like, Man, I'd hate to be him yeah. on, on the other side of the eschaton. Wow. I would hope that there would be a Catholic there saying, hey, guys, this isn't right. There's something weird this, about this. This isn't uh, how we do things. Yeah. Yeah, I went to him, and he didn't say the words of absolution, so don't go to this guy. Oh, well. I thought it was like you were talking about, hey, guys, we have a priest. Oh, hey, Father, you know what? There might be some people who are one confessions. We can set you up with a private thing. But no, this was like a regular thing they set up. Yeah, this is weird. That was weird. You know what? And, uh, and actually, Catholics don't trust confessions outside of a church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Texas pro-lifers buy a former abortion facility and turn it into a parenting support center. That's nice. I don't know what a parenting support That's center nice, is. That's nice. Like a I, gosh, daycare you know, center, maybe? Or, Here's the I, thing. I think it's a whole woman's health. I went to, in Gatlinburg, what is called the Crime Museum. It's actually in Pigeon Forge, Crime Gatlinburg. Museum, okay. Crime Museum. And it was a really neat museum. And they had a lot of real stuff, and they had some replicate, you know, replications of stuff. But one of the things yeah. they had there was an actual electric chair that was Ooh. used to perform actual executions. That's creepy. Standing right next to that thing was one of the weirdest, creepiest feelings I've ever had in my life. It's like, I, I don't even so. know what to yeah, do with would, this. Yeah. I would feel, I 
that's how I feel about this idea of an abortion clinic turned into something. Yeah, I, I almost I feel know. like I know an abortion clinic, guys. Uh, tear it down. Get yeah, tear it down and 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 drop some napalm on it and burn yeah. it completely. Then bring in a bishop and and exercise the land and then build something new on it. I understand turning something ugly into something beautiful, but this yeah, is so demonic. It's, it's so it has yeah, to be I, completely wiped out. It's like an idol, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, tear down all the and then build something new for Christ. Build a church, whatever, but tear down yeah. what was there. Um, some German laywomen carry a monstrance at a Corpus Christi procession. Uh, in violation of canon law. Nope, not allowed to do that. That's not just terrible. women, but lay persons. You, you gotta yeah, be a priest. And yeah. even a priest is supposed to have that cloth. Yeah. He puts his he hands in the cloth. You know what? They had the pictures. I wonder if the, the women hold the cloth. Let's see. Uh, no, that's not where it was. Where was it? Uh... It looks like she's holding it with a cloth. Okay. I can't tell though. You know, for those who don't know, they got a uh, bunch of. You know, they've got like more than one, and these nasty old hags. It's disgusting. The, the monster, a monstrance. Okay, for those who don't know, and and because I know I've I've kind of picked up a non-Catholic listener. Um, Catholics, we believe at the mass the. Uh, the bread and the wine that the priest consecrates ceases to be bread and wine and becomes the body. Not just the bread becomes the body and the wine becomes the blood, but the bread becomes the entire body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, and the wine becomes the entire body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. And it continues to be so as long as what was once bread continues to have the form of bread and what was once wine continues to have the form of wine. Now, during a mass, the, the, the precious blood itself has to be completely consumed. There's not allowed to be any of it left over. But the, the body of Christ, the, what was once the bread, the consecrated host, there may be a number of those left over and they, re, um, they uh, repose those in the tabernacle. But once in a while, what they'll do is they'll take like a large-ish kind of host and put it in a special device called a monstrance, which is kind of like, um, it, it's a it's a display of the host. There's like a glass window, you can see the host, and then it's got often like these rays meant to sort of resemble the sun yeah. and that kind of stuff. And then they'll use that as a way of processing the host, which is Christ himself, literally around the yeah. church or through the town or whatever. When the priest touches the monstrance, if it has the host in it, he has, even though the priest's hands themselves are, are consecrated, he has to put his hands into a special cloth and only hold the monstrance with that special cloth. He's not allowed to actually touch the monstrance while the host is in it, other than for the, the purpose of taking the host out of or putting the host putting in. Putting it in and out, yeah. So it, just so that those of you who may not be Catholic and, and you may not understand what why this is a big deal to us, that, that kind of gives you a little bit of perspective. Yeah. 
And, and, and during, there's little things like during the, again, as Dan said, the priest's hands are consecrated to God. Yeah. But even then, when he says mass, he holds the host. And then after he's consecrated the host for the rest of the mass, until he's washed his hands, his fingers have to stay like this so yeah, that in case they don't touch other particles. things. Well, not only that, yeah. but also in case there's particles of the host, microscopic particles, right, that that have rubbed off on his fingers, and then and then when he's afterwards when he's he's uploading uh, the 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 uh, sacred vessels, um, he will often have a server or he himself will do it, pour water over his fingers while he kind of you know rubs them like yeah. this to rub particles down into the chalice. Supposed to do anyway. And then he'll he'll swirl the chalice around and Consume then that. It and you know there's more. Yeah. So anyway, there's, yeah. There's, so it's a big deal when yeah. some woman just comes up and grabs it and walks grabs down the, the street with it. Like no 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 no. Without no. The, the cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not a priest. You'll never be a priest. Uh, and on top of that, you're a woman. So yeah. Planned Parenthood reports abortions are up. 54% in Illinois as the bordering states enact laws <laughs> protecting the pre-born. That doesn't um, surprise me. It saddens me. No, it doesn't me, at all. And it doesn't it's a, surprise me. It's a really good indication of how effective the abortion laws are. Yeah, because um, if, it, if Illinois abortions are up 50%, 54%, whatever they said, not that means a lot of people are crossing into Illinois to get abortions, but you know that not everybody but is. But not everyone. That yeah. means a lot of babies are being saved and a lot of babies are ending up being born because right. of these anti-abortion laws. Yeah. And 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 these are God's children and we have no right to take their lives or allow other people to take their lives and we should try to save them at all costs eventually getting rid of the states that i don't know what to do but stopping abortion altogether so that there is nowhere to have an abortion that's yeah. what needs to happen but we're making progress it and will this be shows a process. It. hey it, it was a process with slavery but we got yeah. there yeah okay we can get there with abortion too yeah and it's probably going to be just as bloody. I think. Oh well, yeah, be. it might be just I mean, as. Blo- I mean, the Civil War was one of the bloodiest wars up to that period of America's history. Yeah. You know the. Yeah. Uh, so, and and there may it's be there get may get very well be an bad. abortion war at some point. There was another story. I I didn't copy it down here. There was another in uh, where was it? Baltimore. There was an attack on pro-lifers. It, it, Apparently it was pretty b- brutal. Oh, I didn't wow. watch it. I have a hard mm-hmm. time watching these things, but uh, LifeSite News did report it. Mm-hmm. Um, a Catholic employee, when when in, in his company profile, they asked for his pronouns, and he wrote "assigned by God" <laughs> as his pronoun. Assigned by God. <laughs> and uh, they, they fired him for it. They fired him for it? Yeah, they, they fired him. Holy yeah. cow. He's suing the company now. Yeah. Um, he's a software engineer. And uh, he was the former vice president, I guess. 
and now he's going to sue the company because like you can't oh well that's pretty cool that he's suing them yeah i hope he wins go for it uh tired of this nonsense uh that's all the news what I are your got. Pronouns? I don't know. what's the language say yeah stupid so stupid i love the fact right, that's that all the news latinos are rejecting this whole latinx thing yeah no oh, yeah latina latino female male we are a gendered language yeah i don't how do they even explain any of that you know I suppose I'm supposed to come up with some uh your it's your turn. Shoot, it's my turn. Okay, wait a minute. Cuz it's your turn. You got something about a I, motorist I was set up for uh I was well, thing is I was set up for Here we go. Come on. Oh wait. Okay, here we go. All right, you got my email, right? Yep. Okay. So, uh, first, uh, this, okay, nonsense news, everybody. A deputy and a motorist was, this is one of those things like you see in the movies. And you know those yeah. scenes in the movies where you see it coming and then you say, okay, I'm going to try to hold my breath as long as the characters are supposed to have held their breath? Yeah. This is like one of those. But so a, they... a okay. sheriff's deputy and a motorist were sucked into a flooded storm drain during a big downpour, dragged underwater for around 30 seconds, and then finally emerged on the other were side of a highway. Were they sucked like... On their feet, or like were they like? I mean, the car was, or just them? I, well, I didn't. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. It, okay, it, let's he watch. He was it. helping stranded drivers. So he's sitting he, in the car. Right the motorist now. disappeared beneath the surface, rushed to his aid without regard. Blah blah blah. Okay, here it is. He's walking. Okay. Nearly a hundred feet under four lanes of highway. So he's walking along and all of a sudden everything kind of disappears. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's underwater at this point and that's why we can't see anything. And then all of a sudden they emerge. Is this again. like his vest cam or something like that? I guess this is his body cam. Uh, it kind of goes okay, black. So yeah. But they have to tell us later that no, he was actually sucked down into the storm drain and they got out. Yeah, wow. that, that's one of the things. It, it was the storm drain that he was sucked <clears throat> into, and so it's like, oh wow. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine how violent storms can get until you see a flood, and it's Have like, you? wow. I mean, I I was in because uh, you know we we grew up around the Whitewater River. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, you go into the river. Some parts go faster, some parts go slower. Um, I went, I remember on my honeymoon, uh, we stopped in, um, we didn't honeymoon in Gatlinburg. It was like, you know, an hour away or something like that. It was a little town called Townsend, uh, Tennessee. And there, there's that river that runs through there. It also runs by Gatlinburg. And I thought, oh yeah, let's go play in the river. You know, and, and there were people who were playing in the river and stuff, but the thing is, um, what I wasn't prepared for is like 
this was like fast, fast flowing water. And this wasn't like a swelled river or anything like this. This was maybe yeah. only a foot and a half deep. And because, and you know, okay, well, that's what a pure knee. And yet that water was moving so fast that it was like, until I realized how fast it was, it knocked me over. Well, I mean, the, so, a, a lot of times half. a big river that that gets pushed into a small place suddenly gets really fast. Oh yeah, and there were, yeah, I that's mean, true. The Whitewater River isn't very fast most of the time, but there are spots where you go where suddenly, oh wow, this is fast. Because like, I, I remember uh, mm -hmm. me and Pee Wee uh, were Our going cousin. up and down the river swimming. And we found this spot where I guess a, co a construction company had come and dumped a bunch of rocks. Oh, and right. the way it, it, it formed is kind of like a little dam, mm -hmm. but the water escaped through this one area and the rocks all had mud and algae on them to make them very slippery. And it, it formed a slide. And I was like, yeah. hey, look. And, and we went hey. down the slide over and over again. <laughs> it was some fast water. And then uh, one time, Kiwi went ahead of me, he went down, and you would go down and you would just disappear because mm -hmm. it's going so fast it would go down and into the into water. The, yeah. And then a couple feet down, you would pop back up again. And Peewee went ahead of me, he went down, comes back up, and all of a sudden he gets a weird look on his face and then he just disappears again. Oh, wow. Like got so pulled under like a, a, a what yeah, something, something pulled him under. So, uh, or whatever the uh, undercurrent, or mm -hmm. wow. um, so I went after him, and by the time I got down there, he was back up again. Oh, okay. But, uh, well, you know, there was scary. a guy, I don't, I forget who it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the goat man, but there was another guy who who tried, he was unhappy with how the river was over the, the years how the river was shifting because you know rivers shift over years yeah. and so he tried to push big mounds of rock to try to redirect the river i don't think ultimately he was very successful but i think that may be what what you guys were playing in uh that could be maybe i don't know um i don't know i, I mean i've i've been in floods or that i i was down there uh and Vicky had been down there. We were down there and it was getting kind of late and it was raining. She didn't want to drive home. And she, well, will you move my car up the road? Cause mm -hmm. uh, so I was falling asleep and I yeah, wasn't gonna take her yeah. home. I was like, okay, whatever, I'll move your car. It, it kind of bugged me that she wanted me to do that. And <laughs> by the time I got back, she was already <laughs> asleep. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let you sleep. And then I fell asleep. And then around nine in the morning, we get a phone call and her dad's like, are you guys still down there? I said, yeah. He said, you might want to get out of there. They're talking about opening up the floodgates for the dam. Oh, and wow. I look out the window and the river's it? right there. I mean, we're already <laughs> in the flood. I'm like, crap. So is this in the- I said, I don't know what to do in here. The, the trailer down there then? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, the front porch, uh, has some water on it, maybe an inch of water. Mm -hmm. But you know how that front porch is. It, I mean, front porch is high. So I figure, yeah. okay, I could go out the window on the other side of it, which would put me directly onto the road. 
and so I did that. It was about waist high. So yeah. I crawled out the window. She climbed on top of my shoulders. And you kind of walked up out of the, onto the road. Yeah, she carried the banjo. I you said the road, you were on the, like the was... drive that went down. The road itself was up because the drive kind of sloped down in. And right. the, the main road Stole was the... elevated a little bit. It got up to my chest as wow. I walked up the road. Okay. But it, it's scary there because you know that the drive drops off on either end at some point. Yeah, if you, you can't if you see don't the drive. Know. You have no yeah. idea where you are. Right. Wow. It, uh, uh, floods are scary. So floods was that are the same flood? Because you remember you did that video of, of oh, yeah, you yeah. guys just messing around, you know, you and, and yeah. Vicky and some friends. Was that Bloody that waters. flood? That yeah. was that flood. Okay. You know cool. what? I, want, cool. I bet I still have you that somewhere. Should I should put that those. up on put YouTube. Put those and, and then the one that you did of the Who song, the uh, join together with the band, just, just yeah. goofing around with friends and stuff. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. You got to put those I, on. I got those somewhere. Those on were fun. So. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, they, if YouTube will even let us. Uh, well, YouTube. Oh, that's right. To it. If we link to it, they might disappear because they're yeah. on the they're on YouTube right now. But don't you have them yourself too, or, or did you? Lose yeah, I them? do. I could do that. I could put yeah, them on. Just upload them somewhere. somewhere. So, okay. All um, right. Where so, are we? Uh, I am with uh, some three three arrests in the theft of Big Bird. Well, not Big Bird, but a Big Bird, specifically a, a giant statue bird. of a Velociraptor. It was stolen from outside was, a South Dakota Arts and Science Center. The statue of a Velociraptor. Yep, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. A Velociraptor, I thought, was a dinosaur, not it a is, bird. But a raptor is a bird. Okay. So but, and, I'm and thinking, they think that it it eventually evolved into birds. And yeah, that's why or they were more okay. bird-like or something. I don't know. Two velociraptors yeah, kind of look outside. like birds. Mm -hmm. At least the velociraptors. Except they have tiny little arms instead of giant wings. Yeah, like you know. So. Uh, uh, and they had a big. How big of a statue? Well, that's what I. I it... There are three sus. They do have yeah, three the, suspects. They have the an three eighteen-year-old and a nineteen-year-old, and then a, a younger kid. It doesn't say how big the statues were. It says that the Velociraptors are believed to have grown up to about six, about as tall as you and me. Okay, they're saying that... Oh, about 100 pounds. Okay. Yeah, but they don't tell you when they... How big I, the I, I don't know if these were life 100 years ago. Yeah, I don't The statues themselves, I don't know what size they were. Well, it's a day for dinosaur news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple so. new dinosaurs <laughs> discovered and uh, Velociraptor stolen. Uh, hmm. I don't. I never know why. How how do people get the the nerve to do things Just like take, this? Yeah, it's like, hey, there's a statue. Maybe we should go and nab. I that. mean, and where do you put it? I, I guess you have I, to have a pickup I, or I something. I can't help but be in awe of these guys. Mm -hmm. Like that's something you're going to talk the rest of your life. You're going to be known as the guy who stole a Velociraptor. Um, pretty ballsy. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to glorify it. No, no, it's just, no, 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 it's no, really no, cool. I know what you mean. Because you like, always be one of the coolest guys in the world. You stole, know, a, you Velociraptor. stole a Velociraptor. Well, it's like, like my wife's dad, he, 
if, if you go to Washington, D.C. now, you see the Lincoln Memorial. And right now, they have, like, through, because like, the Lincoln Memorial is then, like, uh, on the one side of the mall, and then they've got the big reflecting pond, and, and, the, and they've got these, uh, like, steel, uh, I don't know what you call them, pylons, like, sticking yeah. up out of the street or whatever. They didn't yeah. used to have those. And my wife's dad, when he was in the uh, uh, army, he was just drunk and he was angry at something. And he drove his Jeep up the steps of the Lincoln Memorial to that great big statue of Abe Lincoln. And that's why they have the things there now. (laughs) He might have keep drunk guys from driving up the steps. All right, Uh, let's see. I've got one more, and it is... Oh, (laughs) this is kind of... Okay, so, first of all, this is Illinois, where in order to own a firearm, I guess you're supposed to have what they call a FOID, or Firearms Uh, Ownership ID, uh, which is a stupid thing, and it's a violation of the Second Amendment. Uh, I'll never waver from that belief. But this guy... Uh, apparently kind of was like, I don't know, sleepwalking or something into a dream where he believed his house, in his dream, his house was being broken into. And so he shot the intruders in his dream. But in reality, what he was doing was sleepwalking and he ended up shooting himself in the leg. Well, but here's the thing. What was the intruder doing by his leg? I don't know. You know, it's like, you know, because when you're sleepwalking, you might think your hand's out, but in reality, it's, you know, hanging by your side, whatever. You're sleepwalking. That doesn't mean you're doing what you think you're doing. But here's the thing. The cops decided, oh, okay, not only did you not really have an intruder, not only did you suffer this bad injury to your leg, but we're going to go after you for violation of our FOID laws and crap like that. So I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, it's it's kind of weird to have a dream like too, that. I do too, but that's what you get for living in Illinois. I feel sorry. You, know, you know, don't live in Illinois. Come to Indiana, yeah, or something like that, or Ohio. I don't I don't know how Ohio is on gun laws and stuff. Okay, here's the thing we we've uh, discussed insanity and the idea of using insanity as a defense. Um, well, whether it really and, works, for example. Right. First of all, whether or not, there's two parts of this. Number one, whether or not someone's culpable for murder or something like that because of insanity. And two, whether or not they ought to be punished according to law. Mm -hmm. And I mean, your thing was like, okay, so if, if you think something that isn't true is true. Like if you think your wife is a monster and you shoot her. Yeah. I, then you wouldn't be culpable. But morally. if you morally, but if you know that she's your wife and you shoot her because of some other whatever, mm-hmm. then maybe you would be. But look, that's to me. It's like okay, but what if you were dream? We've all had dreams where we do things that are it's completely like, out I, of I would, Yeah, I've had dreams. I would not even write that down in a dream journal. That's how right. bizarre my behavior becomes. Okay, 
I'll give you an example of one that is, so I had a dream the other day where there was like this, I would, cause I, I had spent some time out West uh, a little bit before and, and, you know, seen like the Grand Canyon and stuff. So I was out in my dream, there's this like great big hill, you know, kind of like rock formation hill kind of thing. Like, like the kinds of things we see at, at the Red River Gorge and this big wind, like, I don't know, twist not not exactly a tornado but kind of like that and it was like just like you know and these are like hundreds of feet high and it's just like like bringing it down like a great big well then in that same dream it's like okay and then i got into another place and then outside this door of the mall there's a similar thing kind of happened where there's this like Kind of like Yellowstone where they had these weird mud geysers and stuff like that, but it was a big whirlpool, like this big, like the parking lot had turned into this big mud whirlpool and there were people in it. Well, what did I do in my dream? I took out my cell phone and I started recording it. Oh, okay. To show people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you see, like, okay, in dreams you do crap that you would never do in real life. So how do you know that's not what it is to be crazy? Oh, what like if, if that's crazy, what crazy what if that's, is? Yeah, not only the 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 alteration of the of your perception of the reality, but the alteration of what you would do in response to that. Right. Yeah. And and so I <clears throat> think sometimes there must be some kind of break there. Mm -hmm. I I remember a guy. Uh, got onto an airplane and there was some kind of medical explanation for what happened mm -hmm. but he had an episode where he doesn't remember even and they they've got a video of him doing it and they yeah. had to show it to him to make him believe it um he acted he started he had his hand like this as a gun and he got behind a seat and started going like this and go <laughs> Uh, he has no so weird. My point is that he actually did things that were obviously crazy. Yeah. And he, it, there were other things that he did, but um, I, I think maybe sometimes that's what crazy is. Yeah. I think that's actually what real crazy really is. Not, not I know so there's much also the alteration the of your schizophrenia of reality, or the, but the alteration of your response to reality yeah similar to like I, when you're in a dream because you do crap you would never do now i i i think no. i still think people should be held liable according to law i think a man should yeah that's probably, that's the thing that's know, why i said go morally, to jail because it's like but morally, morally i mean that's up to god okay, i guess but but we can't legally, really make that judgment yeah legally you've, yeah. you've got to be prosecuted or treated based on your yeah. actions period Otherwise, people just say, I'm insane, and you can't yeah. touch me. Yeah. Uh, so. Like in the movie, uh, Nefarious. Yeah, right, right. So. All right. All right. Uh, that is all. I've, I've only got three stories today, so that's all I've got. So time, okay. time for our uh, dice roll. Uh, you want to get your chat GPT up? Yeah, we're ready. Oh, okay. Dice, and we come up with three. Which is, down, one, two, three. Let's see, Old Testament, New Testament, oh, 
need. Okay, hold on, I gotta see what... I gotta look up and see what the, the name of the category... Oh, objects slash events, that's what OD is. Okay, so the question is... What word does John use to describe those who are against Christ? Okay. You know, there's a... Um, I, which John? Are we talking about the beloved John the apostle or, or John the, John the evangelist? Um, evangelist slash apostle. Yeah, I mean, if it's John the Baptist, vipers, right? Uh, um, yeah. But, uh, but he does. He doesn't necessarily talk about people who are against Christ. Christ. He's just talking uh, about them for their. So John the evangelist, people who are against Christ. I don't know. And is he talking about? in the gospel i don't think i don't remember john saying anything in the gospel i mean i don't think he uses but, words like 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 infidel or any of those islamic sounding words right. those who are i don't know surprised. i don't know i'm i'm i don't know the answer know. let's see what chat gpt says Stuck. i'm we're gonna not flip using the card chat GPT. We're, we're using bard bard okay uh, okay the word that john used christ is antichrist oh. in the new testament Second yep. epistle of John. Okay. And it says right here at the back of the card, the answer is Antichrist and Deceiver. So, and it gives the same reference, Second John chapter 7. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. got, wait a minute, this has different, First John 2. 18 to 22. Children, it is and then the then last hour, and John as you have heard, Antichrist well. is coming. Okay. Now, got many Antichrists have come. Yeah. So... Okay. Huh. Either way, Antichrist. Wow. Okay. I was going to say that, but I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I was always going to say it. Everybody's going to say it. <laughs> going to shoot a woulda. No, I, I, I have to admit, I uh, it was not coming to my memory. I know I've read the, the letters of John at least twice now. Um, and, and I didn't that come didn't up with it. That sounds stupid. Okay. Well, right. folks, think about what we said. And as always, go raw and circle the beads, everyone. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we got this whole recording and it didn't stop <laughs> yeah. recording halfway through. If we didn't, you're not hearing this part of the conversation. Yeah. So we should stop talking and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone.